What's up, mi gente? You are watching. Here's my other video. You are watching Como La Flor Con Flor with your girl Flor. And today's episode is covering some of my reflections of being 33 because your girl just turned 33. And how I celebrated. This year was a little weird. I, at first, I was very excited to celebrate my birthday being 33. The fact that the weather wasn't completely shitty because, you know, being in Aries is great and whatnot, but the fucking weather in the Midwest just sucks. Conversation for another day. And I was very excited up until the middle of March where I realized that my birthday was literally a couple weeks away and then everything kind of went to shit. So I've mentioned in past episodes that I live with general anxiety and depression. I don't know if I have mentioned the pessimism that has came up. So there were a few things. I'm not a therapist, so I don't really understand how these things work. But one of the things that came up was that I do experience pessimism. And usually when I have described pessimism or I say that someone is being pessimistic, it's me describing the fact that they're either not on board, that they're not positive, or that they just don't see the light, right? But in this case, it's a little different. Like, you literally can't have your brain shut off the idea that if you celebrate yourself or you celebrate this thing that something bad is going to happen is basically, I guess, the best way I could describe it. <clears throat> Don't mind me with my coffee. So what was going on was that my fiance kept asking me, so what are we doing for your birthday? And I kept going from, I want a party. I had told my friends, the ones that I frequent very often, that I wanted to have a colores party. If you don't know what a colores party is, it's you can find it on TikTok. And it's basically, you throw a party and every person or couple gets assigned a color. And those people have to bring all of their beverages, their snacks, they dress in the color that they were assigned. I thought that was really fucking dope. So I was going to do that. But then when my pessimism got triggered, I didn't. Uh, I actually tried to do a party. I made a whole event page and then I canceled it literally within 24 hours. I started getting this very bad feeling. Um, I almost like had a panic attack and I didn't know if it was my intuition or if it was my anxiety. I didn't want to chance it. So I just said, fuck it, I'm going to cancel. And then I was stuck with doing nothing. And then I was feeling still anxious and mad because It's like half of me wanted to celebrate myself because I don't know about y'all. The world is just getting fucking ugly. Like 
you hear about shit going on every fucking day. If I hear about one more school shooting, it's so disheartening. Just this week alone, I've seen two vehicles on fire. There's people getting murdered in the streets, in schools, dying of illnesses. And I don't want to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, if that makes sense. Or even put my loved ones in jeopardy just for the sake of a party, you know? Like, I'd rather be able to spend more time with them than have them be on the way to my gathering or leaving and be in danger, you know? I just, in good conscience, I just can't. And I've talked about my intuition in other episodes a little bit. In this case, it, I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was my intuition. I didn't know if it was my anxiety. So I just canceled. The other part of me was saying you should celebrate because you have made it to 33 years. And I was thinking about all of the people that we have lost over time and how, you know, we won't be able to celebrate with them, you know, in physical form and how many young people have lost their lives and won't be able to see another birthday and the fact that I still have my parents and that that would be another memory of me having a birthday with them. So I just didn't know what it was. I also didn't want to deal with it because I don't like dealing with my emotions. I don't like crying. I especially do not cry, do not like crying in front of people. But it was just bothering me so much. And once I got to the point of almost having panic attacks, my fiance told me to reach out to two of my friends. Because the three of us, we talk a lot about spirituality and just feelings and life and shit. Not to minimize who they are. They are amazing human beings. <clears throat> but like I said, I just don't like to do these things for myself. So I reached out to them and I told them, hey, this is what's going on. I forgot to mention, I had also had three dreams that were very emotionally driven and I dream very vividly. So if I'm crying in my dream, I'm most likely crying in real life. I have dreamt in the past that I have fell on my knee or on my hip and my knee or hip will be throbbing in real life. So that wasn't helping. So I reached out to them and I told them I had these dreams. I'm having these feelings. They knew about the party because they had been invited and they were wondering why I got canceled. So um, one of them told me to listen to what's coming up and to ask the universe for a clear sign. And that usually she kind of works that way or to try to interpret the dreams and, you know, basically just to take the time to like figure your shit out, right? She didn't say it like that. She said it in a very nice way. So I did. And it was very weird because after she said that, I was literally getting ready to take a shower. And as I'm thinking about the dreams and I'm analyzing and I'm reflecting and I'm pulling out the emotions, I realized that it wasn't so much intuition. It was more so sadness. My 
sadness was coming from the fact that last year I had all my sisters here and it's just been a bunch of drama since then. You gotta love your siblings, you know? And as the oldest, I've been raised to take control of things, to always look out for my family, have their back. But over time, I have learned that with me trying to be protective, to be a good older sister, and trying to keep the peace, I haven't allowed them to grow up. Not that they're not grown, but I haven't allowed them to use their agency. So I've kind of removed their power, or I used to remove their power by getting involved in their shit that had nothing to do with me. And it breaks my heart to see my parents wanting all their kids to be together, especially my dad, because my family members on the other side of the border are still pieces of shit. That shit is still going on. And I know that he feels a bit responsible in the sense of he has no control over what they're doing and he can't solve these issues for either of them. So I kind of feel that because in my head, I'm telling myself, well, we can't do shit about that, but at least you have your family here but he doesn't because we're broken here too. So it's kind of fucked up. So I'm very empathetic. And when I do go by my family and I see my parents and I'm near them, I, I, I can feel how happy they are to see me. But there's also this lingering sadness that they can't, well, my dad can't see his four daughters together. Hopefully that matter gets resolved at some point because, you know, everyone's feelings are valid. And it makes sense. But that's what was coming for me, that it was making me sad that I wouldn't be able to have my four sisters together either. And one of the dreams was actually of, I guess it was my birthday somewhere in some like other universe. And I had traveled to a different state. And apparently in my dream, all I wanted was to have my niece there. Well, my niece and my nephew, but my brain in my dream understood that my nephew is a small little little baby. And for whatever reason, my sister couldn't go. So what my fiance did in my dream was he surprised me. We were in a kitchen somewhere and he told me to go get him something out of his suitcase. So I go and it's a massive suitcase and I open the suitcase and there's already giggling, so I open it, and it was my niece. It wasn't my niece in her age today. It was my niece when she was, like, five. And I started crying, and I was, like, hugging her. But, like, the crying was so heavy on the emotions. Like, I don't know if you all have ever experienced a massive happiness where it almost hurts. Like, it almost feels like sadness. But it was that overwhelming happiness. So that was one of the dreams. The other separate dream that I had had was that a bunch of people just were randomly in my fucking house. Not this house, but a house that apparently my fiance and I had bought in Portland or something. And these 
people just had walked in. I had kicked them out several times, like physically dropped, kicked their ass out the fucking stairs. And then they were just trying to barge in with like 40 other motherfuckers. So it was a very weird dream. And all I kept saying to my fiance was, go get the gun, go get the gun. Why aren't you getting the gun? And all he kept shaking was nodding his head no. And my brain in my dream was saying, well, why don't you go get the gun? And then I was reminding myself, girl, you don't even know how to use the gun, you know? So as I'm analyzing these things, it was that dream was more about the control. I had the tool, but I don't know how to use it. And even if I did, would I actually be capable of potentially taking someone's life? Probably not. And then the second one, it was family related. I was that overwhelmed because I had my niece there and that's all I wanted. I just wanted her there for some reason. Um, But I've also been worried about her. So as I'm analyzing these things and I'm taking a shower, also, if you all didn't know, some of the best ideas come through dreams and in the shower because you are chill. You're like, you're safe, you're chill, taking a shower. Something about the shower, endorphins, and relaxation just kind of clears the brain. I kid you not, the water fucking hit my scalp and I immediately started crying because I realized that I felt helpless in the sense that I could not help my family. Can't help them heal what they're going through. I can't help my grandma solve her shit with her kids. I can't help my dad feel like he has a united family. And I just kind of have to let them figure their things out on their own. And that realization is hard for me because I always want to help. I feel like I am a natural healer. I feel like I try my best to be supportive of people and to look out for them and and to be hopeful, right? And in this case, my pessimism was getting triggered because I had to recognize that I have no control over people's feelings and their actions or even myself. The best thing my therapist could have told me is that the only control I have is deciding what emotion to tie to events or thoughts that I'm experiencing. So that's something that I've had to remind myself. But going back to the pessimism, I decided to have my party after I realized that because I started crying and it was a very, very deep cry that I needed to have. I guess I had been holding it for a very long time because like I said, bitch don't like to cry. And I felt relief. I was relieved after that. And I gave myself some time to just kind of like marinate in that just to make sure that it wasn't anything else. And it wasn't, it was just that. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to throw my party because I deserve to celebrate myself. And people can come if they come. And if they don't, then they miss out. And that's fine. Um, But also because I worry about my folks. I decided to have my party a little earlier, but they did what they wanted and showed up late anyway. 
Um, but I had a good time. But even then, it was weird for me to accept the presence. So, and I mean presence, not presents. The people physically being here, the the birthday wishes, that was difficult for me because my pessimism tells me that I don't deserve these things or that I am getting all of this positive light right now, but that just means that if and when I disappoint them, the disappointment will be even worse, which logically we know like that's not the case, right? But your brain doesn't always function logically. So I did it a little earlier because I drink, my friends drink, my parents drink, and my parents are coming from the city and I didn't want to have to worry about them driving in the middle of the night drunk. Not that they can't stay here, but, you know, people choose to do what they want. Um, so I did it a little earlier and I still had a good time. My parents danced. I danced. We even lost some keys and found them. <laughs> very long story. But it was a good time. It was a very great time. And I thought it was over. I thought the celebration was over, but it was not. Because then we had so much food left over. So uh, we did a recalentado. If you don't know what that is, it's basically a get-together where you heat up all the leftovers and your guests come back and they help you eat the leftovers because we're not throwing all that food away. Everyone came back the next day. My neighbor's daughter made some banana bread. She is an amazing baker um so yeah that was a good time and then the following day we went to the Sox game which I don't like baseball but I'm from the south side so go Sox also shout out to Nancy because I did see her at the game and I won't say the last name just because I don't want to embarrass her but that was a very interesting moment because I was sitting on the bed of my fiance's pickup and I'm just like people watching and I saw her walking and I was like hey that's my friend's mom that's my friend's mom so you know we made eye contact she came and gave me a hug and then she's like I love your podcast so much I'm I'm such a big fan and I was like oh shit like <laughs> I haven't posted in so long, um, but it was, it was, felt really good. It felt really good that it was genuine, that it was genuine and that she has gained value from, or not gained value, but she's found value in me sharing my experiences and that it's resonated. Um, so I felt very good that this has been helpful for some because we don't know, you know, and, and I didn't start this podcast to gain clout or any of that. I did it more so because sometimes these experiences can feel isolating. And I figured since I am, since even though I'm not comfortable with emotions, like crying in front of people, I do feel comfortable in sharing my experiences. So I'm comfortable with sharing what I'm comfortable sharing. 
And it just, I felt like the universe had been telling me for a while to figure out a way of sharing what I'm going through so that folks don't feel alone. So I'm glad that, that this is working. Because y'all aren't alone, you know? Um, but yes, Sox game, saw her. It was amazing. And we were drinking. I was with my friends. And then your girl got lit because I just fuck baseball, y'all. Like, I, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. It is the most boringest game. Well, I lied. Golf is probably more boring. But I just, that's what I went for, right? And now I feel like I kind of have felt very shitty since then because I ended up crying in front of people that I had just met and your girl don't do that, you know? Um, but I think the other part too, which I was reflecting out loud with my fiance, I also felt uncomfortable because I'm not used to celebrating myself so frequently. And we did the Sox game, had a great time. It, I had a blast. And then we had the Raul Alejandro concert yesterday and I was not in the mood. I'm not gonna lie. I was not in the mood to go. And I wanted to say it's because your girl is old, but I'm not. It was just that it was a very foreign feeling for me to celebrate myself in these big ways, literally back to back, which is kind of fucking sad if you think about it. When the concert started yesterday, I immediately wanted to cry, but I didn't because I don't cry in front of people unless I'm drunk, apparently. The music started, he came out, and I had like a flashback, I guess you could say, because the last concert I went to was to see Anuel. And I was supposed to go see Osuna after that, but then COVID happened. So when this concert started yesterday, I'm sitting there, the music starting, and it was almost like this feeling of, I can't believe that I'm here in another concert because when I was supposed to go to my last concert, this pandemic happened and we had no fucking clue what was going on. And even though we have a better idea now to the point that motherfuckers don't even care, I've had COVID three times. Back then, that shit was scary, y'all. And I'm thinking about even then my birthday, because the pandemic happened, I guess technically started in January, but we didn't see it here until February, maybe March. My birthday was in April 1st. So that birthday that I had when I turned 30, I was in my living room, in my condo, dancing, FaceTiming, and drinking with my friends through FaceTime. But and even though we were celebrating, it was scary because we didn't know if one of us got it, would we survive it? How long it was going to take? Would there be any like aftermath symptoms or something? We didn't know what the world was going to look like. And it just made me emotional. Because I'm just like, bro, like, whether it was someone that ate a bat or someone was fucking around with some shit that they weren't supposed to, this happened. 
this happened and people did die. And I know that there's people out there that are like, well, people die from other shit all the time. Agreed. 1000% people shit from people die from shit all the time. And we don't know when our story's going to end. So it just gave me like a whole 360 because these past three years have been fucking chaotic. And just the simple, a simple concert had me reflect that deep. The last concert I went to was with to see Anuel with a couple of my friends. I had decided to go back to school. I got admitted. I start school. The pandemic is starting. Grandpa gets sick, passes away. I go to the funeral again, or not again, but I go back to Mexico for the funeral, come back, I get COVID. And since then, sold the condo, bought a house, we have another dog, I'm about done with my program. I'm about to finish my dissertation. I'll add the doctor or whatever to my initials or my name got engaged and I'm just like, bro, when the pandemic started, none of us knew how far we were going to get. And then the concert happened and it was amazing. It was such a good time. Past concerts that I have gone to, I could barely afford to go to the concert to the point that I couldn't even buy myself a fucking shirt. So I ended up buying myself a shirt yesterday, even though the shirt was 50 fucking dollars, right? But it was a testament to growth and that things aren't always going to be the way they are. Whether you want to take the positive or negative route, reality is that if you want things to get better, they will. You just got to keep pushing. If you focus more on the negative and how things aren't working out in your favor, you're not gonna realize when they are working out in your favor. There were several times where I would be so upset at the world as to why I was experiencing certain things, as to why I felt so much pain, and as to why I kept making mistake after mistake. And now, as I'm trending upward, I'm almost in disbelief that I I'm blessed because of all of the shit that I have experienced and the words that have caused me pain. But little things like that, like just being able to buy a t-shirt at a concert is a testament to, to that. A couple years ago, I couldn't afford a $20 shirt, you know? And even if I could, I wouldn't buy it because I knew that I had to put gas in my car or I needed to buy groceries or something. And although my fiance has always offered to pay for things as a educated Latina, I just cannot allow for that to happen. It's just not in me. I wasn't raised to be a mantenida. I, and it makes me feel worthless that I have gone to school for so long and that there have been things that I could not afford without his help or without the help of my parents because 
growing up, we were told that if you get an education, the world is your fucking oyster. Well, bitches, this oyster will not open. This oyster is expensive as fuck. And y'all, y'all lied. Y'all lied to me. You lied to everybody else because the student loans are a pain in the ass. Anyway, this concert was amazing. And I love how humble Raul Alejandro is. And I love how he is so open about his love to Rosalia. And I love how he dances and watching the concert, I was paying attention to how much emotion he would evoke in his singing and how much emotion the dancers would evoke in their dancing and him as well. And I just kept thinking like, maybe in a past life, I was some sort of artist or something because I fucking love dancing so much. I love singing too, don't get me wrong. But I haven't gave singing enough attention to be able to do things on my own, if that makes sense. With dancing, I can street dance. Like I can go to a party or if I'm in like Dirty Dancing Havana Nights and there's dancing in the street and someone just turns me like I can follow. With Zumba, I've been able to build my own choreos to songs that I really enjoy. So the creativity part has been more, I've been more inclined to be creative with the dancing because I do it more often. With the singing, I used to do that more often, but even then, I've never made my own song or anything. I'd never learned how to play an instrument. The only instrument I learned how to play was my voice. But even then, it was me learning other people's stuff. So when I was singing a lot, I could find ways of showcasing my individuality after I learned the songs. But even then, it's someone else's song, right? With dancing, yes, it is someone else's song. But the dance parts, if I'm building the choreo, like I'm putting the... I'm putting the choreo together. So that's where my creativity comes in. But I, I genuinely enjoyed the entire show. And I felt so proud to be Latina because he just kept talking about Latinidad and making us scream and clap if we were proud of, of being Latinos or Latinas or Latinx. And I saw so many... Latin, Latin flags, like Puerto Rico, Mexico, Colombia, the DR was just amazing. And being around my people was such a good time. The music was bumping. It was such a great show, such a great show. And he had such kind words to share, you know, that dreams can come true here. Just focus on it, work hard at it, and you could do it. And how music is so healing that you can evoke your emotions through music and song. So it was it was such a great performance. And afterwards, we went to Round the Clock and had a heavy ass dinner at like one in the morning. <laughs> but it was a good time. So that was my 33. Funny part of my 33. My friend brought me a birthday cake and she had the candles. It was a three and a four. 
And I, I could tell that she was very mad at herself. Um, but I kind of took it as, I feel like sometimes we make a mistake, but it's for a good thing, like to impact someone else. And I was not offended um, because of my pessimism and feeling like when good things happen, it's because the other shoe's about to drop. I felt like that was a good laugh because I told her, don't worry about it. This is you like, or, or the universe telling me you still have another year. Like you were worried about another year of life. Like we're literally celebrating 34 at your 33, you know, like this is a sign that you will be here at least for another year. So I thought that was so funny. Um, but yeah, I was literally worried about nothing because my four sisters attempted to come and the three out of the four came. The other one couldn't come because she got called into work, which is fine. I was just more so concerned that it was going to be this whole, like, it's so-and-so going to be there. It's so-and-so going to be there because I, that shit annoys the fuck out of me. And I'm not trying to get in the middle of that, but it made me very happy that everything worked out well. I listened to all the music that I wanted to listen to. I danced, I ate, I ate a lot. We had such great food. And I got to take good pictures with my parents. I probably have the only picture of my dad smiling with me at this point. And now I know the key. The key is to tickle the man while we're taking a picture so he can laugh. But yes, I hope that you all are enjoying the sunshine because we haven't had sun in such a long time. And if you are having a birthday celebration coming up, I hope you enjoy it the way that you want to enjoy it. And if anything comes out of this, for me, it's that I deserve to celebrate because we don't know when our last celebration is and because... We deserve to celebrate. And that is all. Thanks.